Coming to you live, it's the Auto Hub Show with Ian and Jeff. Here we go. Who said you can't teach an old dog new tricks? Hi, I'm Gail Rubenstein, the founder and CEO of a company called Retail Resilient, social selling for the car industry. And we help auto dealers, auto agencies, and vendors in the auto industry sell more cars, service more cars, and make more money using our social selling strategy. That includes TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and anything else you can think of. So if you're looking to invest thousands and make millions, we're definitely the social selling company for you. Like I said, who said you can't teach an old dog new tricks? I was at Larry Pullman's seminar. So happy I came, having such a good time. Thank you so much, Larry. One of the best trainers in this area, for sure. I don't know about anywhere else, but as far as I know, he's the best. So, um, told you twice, take advantage. Thank you for having me. I'm at Larry Feldman's uh, seminar, and what I found is that what he's really good at doing with his knowledge and with his training, he's not filling a bucket, he's lighting a fire ways to improve. Every month we want to improve better on what we did the month before, maybe the year before. It's about how fast we can get the cars done with quality work to get it to the front line because that's where we make our money. And the bottom line is the longer it takes, the more money you spend. We want to get it down as low as possible. Right now, like I said, we're in a great stage. We're at four and a half days. In recon, we want to know how quickly we can get the cars out of the recon process and to the front line. The average days in recon and then the time to line are the most important things that we look for. I'm Mike Burrell, I'm service director of JM Lexus. We have uh, another ambush interview. Funny enough, not ambush. We grabbed them and hauled them down to the media center here in IADA 2023 here in the gorgeous Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas, Nevada, where everybody goes for conferences. And we have with us uh, our old, let me rephrase us, a long-term friend of ours, Becky Chernick. Uh, from Trina Consulting, the F&I experts, and our new friend here, Terry, I can't see her. ACS. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the ACS is bigger than Terry. You should yeah, the we just saw them both in their uh, in their uh, their presentation on F&I and presented this really new idea where you actually work on your customer's credit worthiness before you sell them the big ugly ride. Yeah, stay so, tuned for the bonus audio track from that, just so you know. Exactly. Putting it on audio for only another fifty cents. Um, <laughs> so thank you very much for taking the time with us. I know you guys have got to run to everything, and uh, Becky, thank you so much for being here. Um, what uh, we were really impressed with that, that you had a, uh, your actual seminar here. Didn't know, didn't know if you're going to be here. Great to meet in person. But uh, tell me what what your number one takeaway of of. of your seminar or the whole conference and everything, what do you, what's your, what is it? Well, I'll tell you, the conference has been excellent. And I gotta say, Wynn's Hotel um, Casino is amazing, awesome, and, and the rooms are spacious. Um, but the information has been really um, on point. And um, when we talk about compliance, we talk about being upfront, transparent, efficiency, and how important efficiency is. And 
really thinking outside. And we, I know we, we, we say thinking outside the box a lot, but we really do need to come up with new innovative ways to impact results, to sell more cars, be more efficient in selling more cars and maximizing that profit. And recognizing, let's face it, our U.S. population is dealing with a uh, with the affordability crisis, and um, you know, so what used to be over the past what two years, uh, we were making all the profit, and everybody was uh, doing really, really well. And now I call it we're experiencing a bit of that hangover. And now we have to recognize that because the marketplace is changing. Uh, consumers can only afford so much. Their income uh, in, in disposal is not what it was. And coming up with that additional down payment to get out from under uh, the, the vehicle loans as well as um, um, extended terms because lenders are tightening, interest rates are rising. So it's almost like I call it the perfect storm. So we are talking, the uh, conference is talking through that. They're talking about better ways, utilizing technology uh, to meet customer demands and helping our independent dealers uh, sell those cars and maximize um, profits. Perfect. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot in one statement. Impressive. <laughs> is that like by memory or is that just a script? Or a, I'm very impressed, just so you know. What I do. Uh, no <laughs> I actually think maybe you're running for office. So yeah, yeah, it was kind what of a story. Like, wow, impressive. Terry, what are your thoughts? So, first of all, thanks to you and Jeff for having me on the show. Um, yeah, no, to pick up where Becky left off there on the tech side, um, as, a, as a lender and a dealer myself, uh, a lot of the technology I created for myself, um, I'm now sharing and helping dealers especially on the independent side, create uh, a process, a credit-first process, so that they can attract more lenders and also be able to sell to a cross-spectrum of customers' credit, not just non-prime, subprime, but all the way across. You know, I, I mentioned in the, in, the, in the session that, you know, you, you look at your local demographics, that's just one little area that your vehicles are being marketed. In reality, every used car is specific to that used car. And if somebody wants that car, it doesn't matter where they live, they're gonna buy it from you. And if you're not out there using the technology to get that out there in a way that's going to be attractive to across the whole spectrum of credit, you gotta do it. Wow, impressive. So what if they don't do it? Well, then you're back to trying to compete with franchise dealers that are already using a lot of this technology, right? So now you're going to be at a disadvantage. So you've got, as an independent, you've got to play with the franchise. And the technology enables you to be able to do that. Because the customer's not going to even know where you are. They probably don't even care. It's the car they want. And your inventory is in that mix. You're, you're, going, to, you're going to get the deal. So what you're saying is you can compete with the big dealers if you use technology? Technology definitely helps. Absolutely. Well, you know, you made a mention of, uh, you know, independent dealers and we can do prime and stuff. Do you find that most independent dealers have a subprime mindset? I, I do think they do, yeah. for sure. And that's unfortunate because, and, it, and, it, and I don't know if it has to do, again, with the geographical locations and things like that. 
um, or maybe they just figure, you know, non-prime customers buy used cars more. I don't think that's the case. And if, if you're on a level playing ground with the franchise dealers, you're, gonna, you're going to need full spectrum lending. And um, yeah, as myself as an independent, um, I broker through other lenders, plus I have my own lines. Um, and I help other dealers that can't get their own funding sources. I, they can come through me and I'll help broker th through, through myself for that. Sure. Did you hear that, Jeff? It helps other dealers like you. Ooh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's funny. Um, I find when I talk to big independents, you know, stores with 60, you know, 60 600 cars in inventory, their mindset's on, on subprime. Yeah. Because they think they can make more money with subprime. And I've talked to some that say, yeah, I'd get way more money if I put these guys through subprime. You know, there's, there's, there, there is some truth to that, but you've also got to be really careful with wines at CFPB. So I'll give you an example. Ian, if I quote Ian a certain rate, and I quote you, Jeff, a different rate, even though you may have the same credit, that's a big problem. Sure. Okay. That's disparate impact in lending, and that's a no-no. So technology levels the playing field. If both of you come into the technology and use the shop by payment experience, it's going to be based on your credit, not who you are. Very important. And you're going to work that me as a lender, I put my, I put what I want to make in every single deal and it automatically calculates that into the deal. So I don't, I don't care who comes in and buys my cars. I'm still making my money. It, it's quite funny, you know, when, you, when you're mentioning that because uh, we're, there's a, there's a company, we're from Canada and uh, we're, there's a company. <laughs> so the reason I mentioned that is, is there might be about 20 of them in the States. It usually is. There's one group company in Canada that you, if you get an approval, and it's it's different every week. We call it a tier two, tier three, tier four, tier one. Get a tier two approval. You can go on their site if you don't have the car, and find all the cars that fit that approval, yep. and you can buy them. And it's it's actually brilliant, a brilliant concept. Um, and whoever's got the car makes lots of money because you've already got your, your approvals dialed in there. But you're very right, I like that comment that you made about the fact that you go in the software, you've got the approval, the rate, whatever, and um, you can go from there. And, and, and for me, it's all about the payment, right? It's about shopping by payment. Yeah. I would get customers every day. I got 450 to spend a month, I need to buy a sport utility. What can I get? Wow, there's a question. And as an independent, either my inventory or some other inventory, it's all out there. So if you automate that process, instantly showing that customer through a soft pull and decisioning across all the lending criteria, all the inventory, all of a sudden now, wow, I didn't know I could buy that, versus hunting and pecking through inventory, finding something and then seeing if I can buy. The greatest invention, soft pull. Remember the days when every inquiry was counted? That's right. Yeah. Wow. So 2010, um, I created the first soft pull full file with TransUnion. Wow. So I needed the full bureau as a lender, but I wanted it as a soft pull. And TransUnion was the first uh, bureau that I was able to accomplish that with. And then Experian finally perfect with that. Okay. So thank you very much. But, but then, well, I was just curious. So before the soft pull, basically everything 
was obviously impacting credit, but after the soft pull, was that everybody got in the pool or was it a slow process? Yeah, no, it's, it's I you can't believe how many dealers I have to go through and say, you know, really start with the soft pull. And there's another reason for that, is it enables you to work the deal in stealth mode. Because as soon as you do a hard pull, stealth trigger lead to your competitor, why would you want to do that? So soft pull, work the deal, get it done, Submit it to the bank for the final approval where the hard pull gets done, but we're done with the deal by then. It is the greatest thing, and you know this, when somebody comes in and now you pulled it and you go, wow, look at all the inquiries, even today. Right. Yeah. And it's like, what did Fred's Ford say? What did Joe's Independence say? Sure. What did these guys say? Oh, exactly. oh, oh. And we've had them where they basically said, well, I couldn't get it because they said I made 7500 a month and I only made 3500 a month. Right. and it gives you a chance to work on it. That's, it's wonderful. So where I wanted to go with that, this yeah. technology is terrific. It's great. Right. And everything that um, is actually being shared here at the conference. And, but you can have the best technology, but if you don't buy it, and it's not integrated within your everyday process, what good is it? So I, I, I want to talk about, you know, cash deals. You know, you, you mentioned like, for example, the importance of putting it out there with 100% of customers 100% of the time. So what we found is that Evan and I would cringe on a cash transaction. It was like, that was like thin. It was difficult to make um, profit from a cash sale. Now we look at it, every transaction matters. Every cash transaction matters. Because anything can happen with that opportunity. And that's where, you know, we have to look at this as a whole. Everything consistent is an opportunity. Well, it's very interesting you said that. Yesterday we, we did a session on uh, uh, virtual buying centers or vehicle buying centers. And one of the comments made by somebody there was, who here has a variety of software and everybody went like this. <laughs> and I commented back in the old days, it wasn't software, it was CDs, it was cassette tapes, it was books. And you go into the back room and the dust is everywhere. You gotta use it or you lose it. And we have technology, but like you say, somebody goes into the back, it's a cash deal, F and I management signs. Cash deal, all right, there you go, there's your price, goodbye, matched. Right. And hey, how I, I've been doing this longer than I want to admit, I did F and I back in the old days when you know it was your school machine and you always said, Oh, great catch, awesome, great, you're pulling it out of the bank or and what is what's the status? Ninety something percent are financing in one sure. way or another. Yeah. So great. Um, final comments on the show and, and what what feedback you're getting from your viewpoint of things. Right, it's a lot of great content for uh, for, for the show this year. I'm really excited about it. Uh, excited to hear more. There's a lot more to go. Um, and I think the future for the independence is really about using technology, getting the training to use it, putting together a sales process. And, and when you do that, you're toe-to-toe -to -toe with the big guys. Yeah. Well, what's very funny, actually, yeah. I had a good laugh. You gotta get Becky on there with a really long statement on the trumpet. <laughs> on a what? 
really long scripted, uninterrupted statement on that. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead, Becky. A long interrupted, uninterrupted statement. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it now. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Becky. I can't tell you what a pleasure it is to meet face to face. You may have, I may have seen you at NADA, but it was like a one of those things. One right? of those things, right? Yeah, but yeah, definitely so, great to see both, both. Well, thank you. We look forward to having you on the show again. Yay. Terry, maybe you come and great to meet you too. And I wasn't sure when I saw your picture up on the on the screen in your session, yeah. I said, you're wearing the same thing in the picture, but your shirt is different. Shirt is different. <laughs> uh, Thanks exactly. for coming on. Thank you. All right, thank, you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. This one here, Thanks for joining us. It was a great show and follow us anywhere you would like on your favorite podcast on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and of course on our YouTube or subscribe to our own channel.